This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. God bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, here's live audio from a rally at Health and Human Services headquarters with the Affordable Care Act and Medicare call center workers at Maximus. This is the largest call center, the federal government's largest call center contractor. They answer the phone for calls for the Affordable Care Act and Medicare. We've spoken with some of these workers before. They tried to deliver a petition on December 12th to HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra and the Biden administration requiring livable wages of $25 an hour plus adequate health care for themselves. So while they're answering calls for health care, they don't have adequate health care. These workers are represented by the Communications Workers of America. And when they tried to deliver the petition to the main interest of the headquarters, they were rebuffed. You'll hear my voice in the middle of that. I was trying to kind of help out. And then I was honored to join them in committing nonviolent civil disobedience, shutting down Independence Avenue in protest of the poor wages and the poor health care. So you'll hear all of that today. And here's the rally. We'll begin with Communications Workers of America President Claude Cummings and also several members of Congress, of President Representative Benny Thompson, Congressman Greg Kazar, Congressman Ro Connor, Congresswoman Cori Bush, and others. One of our first guest speakers that I'd like to welcome is CWA President Claude Cummings. Woo! of our fight and has come to Hattiesburg multiple times to stand with us, including our strike last month. President Commons, thank you for standing with us again today. this year around the country. Uh, and so the question is, what do, what do the call center workers want? They want the same thing that those strikers want on the strike line. Affordable health care. Affordable health care. Just think about this. If these workers have to get a second job just to pay for their own health care when others are calling in for, for Medicaid and the Affordable Care Act, shame on you. Shame. What about wages? You just heard the speaker say billions of dollars and they can't get affordable wages? Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you. I have tried my damn best. Now I'm a deacon, I'm gonna try not to tell. <laughs> but I'm pissed off. I am. I've tried my best to talk to everyone I can to help these workers. Since I was elected president in July, uh, and I would convention, I was told about the Maximus Works, of course, I heard about it being a part of the e-board. But I have really become engaged because these workers really need help. It's absolutely ridiculous, the working conditions. 
in this call center. Now the president says, the president says that we have funding to make sure we have good, good jobs and good pay. But Mr. President, what about the workers at this call center? That the, that the federal government is paying for. What about them? What about if you can go to the picket lines for the United Auto Workers, what about being out here doing what you can to make sure those workers and those call centers have affordable health care? That's right. That's what we need. We need them to get out here. We need the government. We need the leaders. And listen, again, I've talked to everybody. I've talked to Leader Schumer. I talked to Tom Perez last night. I talked to the vice president twice. As a matter of fact, while I was taking a picture with her last night, I told her again, we got a Maximus Call Center workers that still need to be given fair wages and good health care. And all I get is, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. We're going to do everything we can. But guess what? We're tired of them talking about it. We're sick and tired of talking. We don't want some action from these workers. As president of CWA, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that we win this fight. We're going to do that. Because when we fight, we, we win. win! When we fight, we, we win. win! When we fight, we, we win. win! Thank you. Let's continue to fight. Oh. Thank you, President Cummings. So, I have honor to introduce our next speaker, who is also our very friend, Congressman, and Congressman Benny Thompson. And has been with us every step of the way. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You know, we're here at a rally for the right thing. Mm. It's right. for the workers. Mm -hmm. Workers deserve to be paid for a decent day's work. Maximus, do you hear us? Workers need to be paid for a decent day's work. So I'm here on behalf of the Maximus workers in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, which I don't even represent Hattiesburg, Mississippi, but I'm all you got. <laughs> One of the things I want this administration to do is stick to its word. You said right. you care about people, you talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, but here's an opportunity to put your work to, to being. What I see here is a group of hardworking women who go to work every day who are underpaid. What I see here are a group of hardworking women who just want to provide for their families. What I see here is a group of hardworking women who just want a shot in life to, to be the best that they can be. And all they want is to be paid. Maximus gets paid handsomely uh -huh. by yeah. the federal right, government. Right All we have to do is say, pass some of it down. But they can't trick employees. And you know how they trick our employees. Well, we give you an increase, then we increase your health benefits. So you don't get, take any more money home because the company still has it. So we're here in solidarity with you. We want to make sure that Secretary Sarah understands that he can solve this problem with the stroke of a pen. Right. You know, right. you shouldn't have to stand out here in the cold <laughs> demanding to be treated right. Amen. Secretary Becerra, 
you were a member of Congress before you got to be secretary. The only reason you got to be secretary is that this union and a bunch of other unions supported this president. And right. so now, you know, it's time to come back and say for the people who made it possible for you to be secretary, just do the right thing. 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 That's all you have to do. And now, you know, politics runs all of this. Those same individuals who won't talk to us now about treating the maximum workers right, next year they'll come back and want our help. And so at some point we got to sit down and say, look, it's a two-way street. You know, I help you, you help me, everybody benefits. It's not a one-way street. It's not uncommon for us in this town to speak with a pork tongue. And you know what that means? Tell them one thing, but once you get to look, I really want to help you, but it's hard. What you mean? You mean just saying do the right thing is hard? Do the right thing. That's because once you've gotten here, you started listening to other people, and you're not listening to the people who made it possible for you to serve. So it's so important for all of us to be out here today in solidarity to this effort. The women at Maximus in Hattiesburg and all the other facilities deserve to be paid a decent day's wage. We're here for that. We want to continue that. And this movement will grow. I compliment President Paul Cummins for being out here on the line with the workers doing the right thing. He's not one of those folks who sit in the ivory tower. He's out here with the workers. And that's what it's all about. That's why you did the right thing when you elected him your international president because he is one of us. I wouldn't be in Congress had it not been for Claude Cummins, Bill Lucy, and a lot of other folks. So I remember how I got here. Sometimes people get here and they forget their friends. So Secretary Sarah, hint, hint. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's all about. Thank you all very much. A very good friend of, of CWA and a strong leader uh, in the labor movement. And that's Mary Kay Henning. Mary Kay is, uh, is the president of SEIU. Mary Kay, come on up and give us a couple of words. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Claude, and thank you, CWA, SEIU members are proud to stand two million strong on behalf of the Maximus Call Center workers and the CWA brothers and sisters who are supporting their fight for good jobs. So say it with me, all federal jobs, all federal jobs should be good jobs. Should be good jobs. And we want President Biden. And we want President Biden. And Secretary Becerra. And Secretary Becerra. To tell Maximus. To tell Maximus. The workers' demands. They gotta meet the workers' demands because it's the right thing to do. Because it's the right thing to do. I have to tell you, the million healthcare workers inside our union are mad that the workers who help millions of Americans get healthcare each and every day are drowning in their own medical debt. CWA produced a report that nine out of 10 Maximus workers can't afford their health care. And talk about shame, shame, shame. 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 Shame
that black and Latino women are leading this fight. They stand on the shoulders of freedom fighters all across this country, and you are the next generation of freedom fighters. And when we win the union at Maximus, all of the workers across the South are going to be inspired by your determination and courage. And we are going to build the labor movement in the South for all the workers in this country who have said enough is enough. We deserve better. Fast food workers, home care workers, nursing home workers, auto workers, all across this region. When we turn the South, we are going to turn the country. And thank you for being Catherine from Maximus from Florida. My name is Catherine Charles. I have worked at the call center in Riverview, Florida for the past nine years for Maximus now. Louder! I am a bilingual representative for the marketplace for the Affordable Health Care Act. At Maximus Call Center, we are mostly Black and Latinas. And most of us are the primary earners of our household. We struggle with an affordable health care and just to provide the very necessities for our family. I am a mother of two. I have to rely on Medicaid for the health care of my children. Imagine that, I work for the marketplace. I have a medical condition that requires doctor visits every three months, Charles. which I cannot go to. I haven't been to the doctors in two years hmm. because I cannot afford the copays. The deductible is extremely high and therefore I cannot see the doctor, so I don't know if my condition is getting worse or it's getting better, which I know is not getting better. Despite the huge inflation we are facing, it's been more than two years since we have gotten a raise. Earlier this year, my rent alone went up $150 a month when I was already struggling to keep a roof on top of my children and get them a warm meal. This is why we are organizing to form a union with CWA to win better health, better pay, better health care, and working conditions that deserves us as federal employees. Well, not employees, but we have a contract for the federal government, and we're treating less than that. That is definitely not right. Maximus continue to refuse to meet our demands for better working conditions, despite making millions of dollars, which we are the one making, because every day that we put the headphones in our head and say hello to millions of Americans searching for health insurance and help with their insurance, we are the ones taking care of that. Not Bruce Caswell, none of them people in headquarters of Maximus are doing it. We're bringing the money. Today we are we're taking our fight directly to Secretary Becerra and the Biden administration. Señor Secretario Becerra, estamos acá, salga y de la cara.
Is it acceptable that we work for the federal contract, making billions of dollars for the government, but we don't even get a livable wage and affordable health care? The Biden administration talks a lot about improving jobs for federal contractors, about racial justice, but we at Maximus are not seeing that. We don't want to hear them talk about that anymore. We want the administration to take action. We need it now. We are fed up. We are tired. And we are ready to fight until the administration take action so we can get better working conditions that we deserve. Thank you. Congress Greg Kazar from Texas. Thank you. How's it going, CWA? have said thank you to us for being here but I don't think we as electeds deserve any thanks I want to thank you I want to thank all the Maximus workers for everything you do every single day for the American people to make sure they get the health care they need and the very least we can do is make sure that you can join a union as a right not make it a fight make sure you get your 25 dollars make sure you get the health care you deserve providing to the American people so thank you and thank you and thank you for your solidarity and your bravery and for sticking it out the least we can do is make sure that this administration keeps its promises what do you all have to say about that yeah! and I appreciate each and every one of you from the south representing a place like Texas that for so long has tried to suppress the labor movement but we're seeing that actions like this one are inspiring more and more and more workers and that y'all are the next domino to fall to make it so that the South, once again, is a place where folks have a right to join a union because we know the vast majority of people in this country, especially in places like Texas, want to be able to support their coworkers. And it's not just for yourselves. You're doing it for the people that call in. You're doing it for your family members. You're doing it for patients. You're doing it for people that are getting screwed over by big insurance companies. You're doing it, not just for yourself, you're doing it for all of us. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to the postal workers, and thank you to the hotel workers, and thank you to the flight attendants, and thank you to the service employees. Thank you for your solidarity. Thank you for the healthcare workers, because it is this movement that we are going to build so that we don't have to be out here begging in the cold for a living wage, because they are going to have to give it over to us because we can create a society where we have just as much power as them and a billion, multi-billion dollar corporation just has to do the right thing. What do y'all have to say about that? All right. so when I say no money, y'all say no marketplace. And when I say no money, y'all say no Medicare. No money, no marketplace. No money, no Medicare. No money, no marketplace. No money, no Medicare. Thank y'all so much. Next speaker will be one of our longtime supporters, Ro Kama. Congressman Ro Kama. Thank you, President Cummings, for your bold leadership. If we ever need a shame on you chant, I know who to call. And Shane and Cooper and Dan, thank you. Thank you, Mary Kay, Henry, for being here. And Larry Cohen tells me that this has been going on 13 years. 13 years. Now, I'm a blunt person. 
you know, Becerra, Secretary Becerra has been a cautious guy. I knew him in Congress. He's a cautious guy. If he was more bold, he would have been leader or something. He's a cautious guy by temperament. I'm just being honest. And he's, he's got all the power to, in a single stroke of the pen, make this right. You can't go around the country preaching about good jobs, telling other companies they have to pay a good wage, telling Congress we need to pass a livable wage, and then not pay a living wage to the people who work for you every day. That's called hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. You start by leading. Now the secretary is doing what I call the politician shuffle. Oh, I don't know, I gotta talk to legal counsel. I don't know, put pressure on me. I don't know if I can do this. Don't fall for that. There is one person who can make this right, and that's Secretary Becerra. He needs to sign this tomorrow. And that needs to be our call with clarity. Last point, you know, Washington, the trick around here is you never know who's responsible. The whole thing's like a Kafka novel. I don't know who's, it's not my decision, it's legal counsel. It's not legal counsel, it's the White House. It's not the White House, it's someone else. We know in this case who's responsible. Secretary Becerra, do right by the workers. Sign this, do right by Madison. Our next speaker will be Corby Bush from St. Louis. I'm Congresswoman Cori Bush representing St. Louis, Missouri. And I am so proud to be able to be here with you all today, but I'm so pissed off that you have to be here. So, um, first of all, let me just send my love and solidarity um, to CWA, President Cummings, uh, and to all of everybody that came together in support. So, SEIU, American Postal Workers Union. Uh, uh, I see Unite here. We see our flight attendants. Uh, attendants. Uh, thank you for standing in support because this is how we win. Because when we fight, we win. When we fight, we win. But it's when we fight together that they hear us and they move faster because they can't control how we mobilize. They can't control how we galvanize. And so um, we just want to thank everyone, AFL-CIO and all of our federal call center workers who are organizing for better working conditions. We understand that Maximus is a multi-billion dollar federal contractor and it is unacceptable that they are failing. Say failing. Failing! Failing to pay living wages or provide affordable health care. Health care is something that we need to live to be able to have a quality of life so that we can do work. We know that Maximus workers are disproportionately black and brown women and we know that these women are the primary uh, income earners in their home. So as a black woman, as someone who raised my two kids, as a low-wage single mom, for 20 years, I understand what it's like to work and to get to the end of the week and to be so excited about getting paid, but to also not be very excited at the same time because you know you got $20 left after you actually pay all the bills. If it's that, exactly. And that's if you make arrangements to pay some of the bills. I'm not even talking about paying the whole thing. 
struggling to feed your family. I know what that's like. I know what it feels like to keep a roof over our heads, but to also worry about an eviction notice being on the door at the end of the month or going to the doctor's office, being afraid to go to the doctor's office just in case they really do a deep check to see that I didn't have insurance. Your fight is my fight. Your fight for fair treatment at work is a fight for racial justice. It's a fight for gender equity. It's a fair, it's a fair fight that we all must fight together, a fight for dignity in the workplace. So I am proud to see everybody standing up here together, once again, leading the charge, but especially to our black and brown women, keep pushing, keep fighting, keep pushing and leading the Everyone deserves to have a seat at the bargaining table and everyone deserves to feel empowered to fight for equity in their workplace. So I join you today in urging Secretary Becerra and the Biden administration to take concrete action immediately and to follow through on its commitments to good jobs. They keep saying good jobs. We want good jobs for all workers including our federal contract workers. And so if the administration wants its commitment to advancing racial equity and improving worker conditions to be more than just empty promises, to be more than just words. The Secretary Becerra must take action, must take action now to ensure good jobs for federal cost center workers at Maximus. And I'll say this, Secretary Becerra, we know he works hard, and so we want him to hear this. We want this to get to the heart of Secretary Becerra. So, and as an activist, as an organizer, as a congresswoman, and the proud daughter of a, for a former union meat cutter, I want every single worker to know that I will continue to fight for the dignity, the safety, the security of every single worker. And I want you to know that I will keep fighting for yours and your well-being in the workplace. Adriana Lewis, and I'm a dual CSR from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I handle both um, Medicare and the marketplace, which you guys may know by Obamacare. I've been at Nassimus now for two years, you know, and I've seen firsthand how Nassimus treat us, and it's not right. You know, in just the last few weeks, Nassimus gonna send out an email asking us to ask other co-workers for clothes, you know, asking for charity. And as a federal call center worker, we deserve a living wage that doesn't force us to rely on our co-workers in charity. If they would just do the right thing and give us a living wage. We know, we know that Maximus and the Biden administration can afford to do better so we can support our families. Over the past three years alone, Bruce Coswell, our CEO, has been paid over $20 million. More, right. And you know, more than 8,000 supporters have written emails to the um, Secretary Becerra calling for a living wage of $25. All of it go ignored. They ignoring us. You know, so we here and we're asking them to investigate Maximus employment practice. So I have in my hand today, you guys, a signed petition by hundreds, over 500 of my co-workers have signed this petition. And we are here to get the get the message across that we need better pay, not charity. So I'm asking every last one of you here to join me 
deliver our position to Secretary Becerra. Are you all with me? Yeah. When we move, they move. When we move, they move. on my show? You remember? You were on my show. We don't have anybody to come down and get them. We don't have anybody to come down and get them. Y'all can't ask nobody to come down and get them? Just as a courtesy? Public affairs or somebody just as a courtesy? Ready. We are ready for 25. We are ready. 
We are ready. We are ready for 25. We are ready. We are ready. We are ready for 25. We are ready. We are ready. We are ready for 25. We are ready. Ho, ho. Low pay has got to go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Low pay has got to go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Low pay has got to go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Low pay has got to go. CWA President uh, Claude Cummings, um, tell us about the, the petition that you turned in today. Yes, this is a petition from Maximus Workers that work at the federal funded call center uh, that's made billions of dollars. It's currently working, that's the key word, federal funded. And, uh, and they are experiencing uh, workplace issues that are just just to pay for their health care, right? And uh, which is absolutely ridiculous. So we're out here today, no, gave a petition okay. to uh, Secretary Becerra, who's over HHS, uh, and actually signed off on contracts with the federal government. And we also sent a message to the president that, uh, that we understand clearly he is the most pro-labor president in our history. But this is a federal-funded concept that, uh, that he is allowed to operate, but with, with those call center workers being men and women of color and his household, and not giving them affordable wages and good health care so they can have a good living. Yeah. And so we are protesting and hopefully sending a message to the president that if you can go to the, the strike line, the picket line of United Auto Workers. What about doing the, the right thing about your call center workers yeah. that are federally funded uh, that you can correct immediately uh, by making sure these members have a voice on the job, that they have good health care that they can afford, uh, that they have um, that they have provisions on the job that make it easier, you know, for them to be able to take time off when they need it, as well as um, 
the opportunity uh, to uh, to be able uh, when they want when they want uh, to be able to sit down and talk to management about the issues that are adversely affecting them. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.